to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brain up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. episode of the Dietitian Values podcast. Today I want to talk about capacity. I've been chatting both here on the podcast, in my emails and even on the socials around burnout and overwhelm because I really feel that this time of year always is a time when that kind of, um, there's like a crest in that burnout cycle. Um, And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, feel free to check out last week's episode on band-aids and burnout. Um, And one of the things that I often talk about is capacity and how we um, can tune into our capacity or or know our own capacity. Um, Burnout often comes when we are either working beyond our capacity or asking too much of us ourselves or most importantly or not most importantly because it's important but most significantly is probably a better word um, when we are acting you know through somebody else's values particularly the values of the culture that we are embedded in which are around capitalism extraction and exploitation pardon me and so I want to talk about capacity because I was actually having a conversation with a friend and colleague today around capacity And it's a term I use a lot and something that I think is really important is to establish a shared understanding of the words we use and what understanding we're bringing to something. Because when we are so embedded in the values of the cultures we're part of, um, those values seep into the words we use and how we think about concepts and words and ideas. And so capacity can be one of those areas where the values and particularly the focus on productivity and hyper-productivity within our culture can really hijack capacity, what it means, but also how we use it as a tool to know ourselves more. So in a conversation I was having with a friend today, um, we were talking about capacity and we were just talking about how capacity has changed. Um, But the underlying kind of, I suppose, thought and this isn't just I've had this conversation with with many people where I've noticed this just this idea that we can notice our capacity changes but that the goal is always to increase capacity to have more Um, and so I thought it would be really helpful to talk about how I conceptualize capacity but also to offer you up a few reframes when you're thinking about capacity um, and some potentially even different ways to to word it for yourself So capacity. So uh, first, let's do a little bit of word nerdery. Um, What's the definition? Uh, Definition of capacity is simply the amount that something can contain. Um, And capacity is just that. There's maximum capacity as far as the maximum capacity of something. So the maximum it can contain. And in some instances, I feel like there's almost a shorthand where the maximum's dropped, but it's the same thing. So that like capacity always has to be maximized. So there's that kind of value seeping in there. But capacity isn't like isn't inherently the maximum capacity. Capacity is just the amount that something can contain or the amount something um, does contain at certain times as well. 
Oh, interesting. When I was looking at the different definitions, there was one which was really seeped in in productivity culture because it was really um, the actual definition was the capacity was the amount that something can produce. And so if you are conceptualizing that between production versus holding, that is a really big difference. When I think of capacity, I'm thinking of how much, if I'm thinking about my personal capacity, how much I can hold, not how much I can produce, not the maximum I can hold. And the other piece about capacity is turning it both outwards and towards yourself. So it being multi-directional. So the, the, when I'm asking the question of, you know, or when I'm making statements, which I often do in like, um, in social posts, or I even talk about it on the podcast sometimes, um, around like, you know, what's your capacity, getting clear of your capacity. And I'm not talking, getting clear on what the maximum you can do, produce and hold is rather what can you hold while holding yourself whole or holding yourself grounded in your own values. So I'll repeat that again. Capacity, as I understand it, or as I conceptualize it, and the definition or or way I'd love to offer up to you is your capacity being what you can hold while holding yourself whole, while holding yourself grounded in your values, whichever one of those resonate more. You might think of yourself whole as in like, you know, keeping yourself together, Um, but also just what can you hold while holding yourself grounded in your values? So I, I think that that definition or that way of holding capacity is still true to the meaning of capacity, which is the amount that something can contain, but it's devoid of the values of our culture that are extractive, exploitative, and are always focused on more, where it's all about what's your capacity, like what's the maximum you can hold, what's the maximum you can produce. It's asking you to, I suppose, where the goal becomes like how you can increase your capacity. But when we can change that holding of what how we how we conceptualize capacity to be a holding it's less about maximizing what we can hold but more about connection a deepening of our connection to that so for me the work around capacity is not around increasing capacity but increasing your connection and increasing the embodiment of that of knowing what you can hold but also increasing your connection with yourself and your values and so that you are keeping yourself whole as well. And so when we want to quote unquote increase capacity, which is not necessarily what we're doing, but we can actually go to these pieces. Okay, so if I want to um, deepen my capacity or even if we use the word increase, right? I want to increase my capacity. If we think of capacity as what you can hold while holding yourself whole and grounded in your values, it shows you where you can actually kind of strengthen that muscle if we think of like strength tracing, training. So what can you hold for others? Well, part of that, how can you increase that? I think part of that is by nervous system stuff, nervous system hygiene, nervous system awareness, healing around that kind of stuff. And also that leads into how you hold yourself whole or hold yourself grounded in your values while holding stuff for other people. So there's the practical kind of like day-to-day rituals and rhythms that can support that. So like little rituals and rhythms you might have after sessions of holding with people. Um, So there's things like that that can help to 
if we just using that word for shorthand, increased capacity. And then there's also that connection to yourself so that you know what keeps you grounded in your values, what keeps you whole. And part of that is those kind of like daily kind of nervous system hygiene stuff. But it's also the things that actually you know, if we to using like a self-care kind of terminology, those things that actually fill your cup because that filling your cup piece is the analogy for being feeling whole, a feeling of wholeness. And it's not fill my cup so I can pour it into other people, but so that you can remain whole while you are holding these things for other people so that you can be living, you know, your full life, be grounded in your values, be grounded in your joy and connection and, and, and all of those things. Um, so when we are think about the idea of adjusting our capacity, they, we've got a very clear picture of where we can um, shift things, change things, or actually have an impact, have agency. So around around how you take care of yourself within that holding, um, and also just within not taking yourself beyond capacity in a repeated way so that you actually burn out so that you can't hold as much if we're thinking about it as a titrate like a much increase those kind of words again I'm not thinking about it in that way but more our ability to hold things for other people and hold ourselves together is impacted by how we are doing and if we are constantly overwhelming ourselves, constantly burning yourself out, constantly going beyond capacity. So extracting, so that value of our cultural capitalist culture of extracting from yourself, then your capacity, so your what you can hold while holding yourself together will change and it will, you know, to use that kind of nomenclature, it will decrease. <clears throat> so the question or the the thing to look at is, I think is like having that different concept so you can think about those pieces. So yes, maybe you can hold more for other people, but you burn out. And so that isn't really actually your true capacity that's extracting from yourself. Maybe you could, um, you can hold your yourself together, but because you are holding yourself grounded in your values and you're holding yourself whole, that means you can in that instance, because of whatever's going on in your life or the world around us or the season that you're in, what you can hold for others is less, you know, quote unquote less. And so that capacity has adjusted. And I think, yeah, over time, the thing to work on or the, the action area or the space to actually focus is not so much on maximizing capacity so you can hold more for others but it's both of those pieces coming together and it's really deepening the connection to what is in this moment what do I have capacity for what can I hold in this moment while holding myself whole so you know I've shared very openly on this podcast that earlier this year or depending when you're listening to it but in 2023 um late in late 2023 but earlier 2023 anyway blah 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 um that um Several of um, two of my family members uh, died very suddenly and, and quite traumatically, um, and that, of course, there was grief, a lot of grief, and a lot of, um, and there still is, around that. And so, my capacity, what I could hold while holding myself grounded in my values, shifted. Um, when I have been in different phases of motherhood. So there's things external to ourselves in different seasons of life that impact on that. When I am, you know, at different stages, I'm, I'm a human who menstruates. Um, so at different stages of my cycle, so different hormone levels. So that's, that's sort of things like that. Um, they're sort of like personal, interpersonal things. But then there's the things we're experiencing around us. So 
when you are holding things for other people that perhaps are require more of you to keep yourself whole and grounded in your values. So for example, if you're working with humans who have complex eating disorders, um, whether you're working with people with a lot of trauma and a lot of situations like that, so where what you're holding asks, I don't want to, it's an interesting because I didn't think about how I was going to wear this before I started talking about this concept because I don't, it's not like it's more, it's just there's a different, there's a different um, weight or a different um, – it asks a different sort of skills or, or capacity really. I'm just trying to think like how can I say this without saying the word capacity. But when you're holding stuff for people that includes more trauma, more um, more complex things, things that just ask more of you, then to keep yourself whole, to keep yourself grounded in your values is, is trickier. It's harder. And so when you are holding – what you are holding or for whom you are holding things can also impact on capacity. So some things can be external things that impact how you can ground in your values and hold yourself whole. Sometimes it's the things you're holding for other people. Sometimes it's just what you're experiencing in your body um, or how we're grounded in the world around us and also community, you know, the support that you have because when you are holding things for other people and trying to hold yourself whole, you too need to be held um, and have spaces for that. So our connection and our connected interconnectedness and our communities will impact on it. So these these really, they all inter- interconnecting that when we think about them, we can think about how things shift and change and can impact on capacity, but also they can give us insight into where are the spaces we can make changes or deepen connection or adjust things to actually um, deepen our own personal capacity or maximize, not maximize, increase our capacity if we're just going to use that. So the goals, if you want to think of them goals, I don't really do goals, but if you want to like look at, okay, well, what is the the, the places I can I can influence or um, adjust? It, it's, it's often your own connection and understanding to what you can hold, um, what impacts you're holding, so those those factors, and what you need to stay grounded in yourself while you're doing the holding. So there's those three kind of spaces where you can kind of reflect or do some work on, you know, changing your own capacity. Um, and this time of year when you're thinking about planning, particularly for the new year, or maybe you're not up to that yet, which is all cool, of course, because there's no rules around when to plan and planning might not even be your thing. So that's cool. But considering your capacity when you do plan, are you always trying to plan to maximum capacity? And let's go back to that definition, even the the basic dictionary definition of just the amount something can hold, not the maximum. Um, so considering your capacity, like what is the how are you holding capacity? How are you conceptualizing that when you do plan? Um, <clears throat> not thinking of it yet as that maximum, but instead something that's seasonal, that's cyclical, that it's in motion and in flux. And it will be, I'm thinking like my hand's moving here. If I had a video podcast, you could see it, but like an undulating wave of where it changes and crests. And even there, it's not. there's not necessarily a rhythm to capacity always as well. It can be like, ups and downs and like roundabouts and like, you know, um, a, a three-year-old scribble drawing um, as more of a conceptualized 
picture of our capacity than like a than a than a lovely smooth undulating wave. Um, but yeah, not thinking about it in terms of maximum or um, minimum or I'm under capacity or over capacity because that insinuates there's a correct capacity, but more that capacity changes um, and our relationship with capacity can change. So humanizing your capacity as well is another piece. Um, again, it, the, the values of our culture are very much as human as machine, productivity, you know, all of those pieces and traditional business kind of teachings and values ask you to run your business like it's a machine and you being part of that machine, a cog in the wheel. Um, and what I would really invite you to do is to humanize um, your capacity. So thinking about capacity, not as like, you know, a lever, like where you can I'll push this button, pull this lever to increase capacity, or what are the, what are the, what are the buttons I can press? Where are the levers I can pull to, to adjust my capacity, but also thinking about capacity less as like a mechanical output of like, well, if I have this input, then this, this output, or if I, um, if I do this, then I can maximize capacity or the fact that like, you know, if you're running a machine or something that has like a mechanical, a mechanical nature, um, it will, it is designed to work at maximum capacity, right? For like, unless it breaks, because if you, because that is, it's a machine, that's, that's, it's, that's thing, but you're a human (laughs) Um, and that's not how it rolls. So let's chuck in a little garden plant kind of example. So if I think about when I plant a plant in a garden, there's all this information on a seed packet, for example, around um, kind of things to think about. There's like the the yield, potential yield, um, days to harvest and all these things. But it assumes that the plant will operate like a machine, that it will just do these things. But a plant is a living thing and it's capacity um, to produce food or f- or food um, if it's a obviously I often think of plants um, plants are more than clearly just food producing units as well um, but it's it's capacity to to be itself to to flourish let's say um, depends on so many things in the external environment water temperature all of those kind of pieces the soil health um, and it can be it can be dependent on like what it's planted near etc cetera, etc cetera. so there's these pieces that we try and like these mechanical kind of outputs we try and put on a plant but a plant will not just produce so if, if you get a heat wave if you get blight I'm thinking of tomatoes because that's the kind of time of year it is now then then that's it the capacity of that plant is done you know um, so humanizing your capacity naturalizing or nature not natural but naturizing um, your capacity so that you're thinking of it less like a machine and more like a plant because you are much closer to a plant than you are to a machine Um, and just that reminder when you are planning or conceptualizing capacity is that you and this is part of that humanizing your capacity but just a reminder that I want to like it's it's a hill I will die on you don't have to go to your full capacity in any moment. And you don't always have to go, like, I think one piece of that is like we have like our, our you know, everything's going great kind of capacity level. Well, when all's going great, this is what I can hold while still holding myself whole. Like I can see this many clients if we were to put it into that kind of numbers. 
or I can post on socials, do my podcast, do these, these, these things. That's my capacity. And so often we plan and our expectation of ourselves is at quote unquote maximum capacity, at our capacity of what we can hold while holding ourselves whole while all's gone really awesome. Um, the reality is because we are seasonal and cyclical and we are impacted by things around us and we're more rhythmic than we are routine and schedules. Things will happen. Life will happen. Shit will happen. Like for me over the last, the end, as we've ended up 2023, I had a situation of the the close family deaths. And then, you know, a month after that, we're seeing the unfolding you know, in front of our eyes of the situation in Palestine. Um, and then with that at the same time, because that has become in front of mind um, and more visible um, than, you know, information emerging about other similar um, kind of values being played out on humans um, across other parts of the world. And so this year, so if I was to have planned, like, you know, if I was planning for maximum capacity or planning for a sort of an idea that I have a static level of capacity, then that wouldn't work. Okay. So what, and while we can't always know, there's, there's lots of unknowables. I mean, it's just more reason not to, or my invitation to you is to not to plan or schedule yourself to a hundred percent capacity. Um, as far as like your 100%, you know, quote unquote good capacity, but also just any time, even when you are running on like, you know, well, I'm so grounded in myself, I can hold more. Um, but even when you're not, when you're like, <laughs> a little bit more of a blubbery mess, perhaps um, in any of those phases, you don't need permission to, and there doesn't need to be a certain set of circumstances to allow you permission to not go to 100% capacity. So what you can hold while holding yourself whole, you don't always have to hold the maximum amount in any one moment. So I want to be really clear on that because while we can conceptualize the how we think about capacity is what we can hold while holding ourselves whole, we don't have to work into our full capacity. We don't have to, quote unquote, live up to our full capacity. So humanize your capacity, how we conceptualize, but also humanize how you actually act into capacity as well. So just to wrap it up, capacity, let's look for those values of the culture around us of extraction and exploitation um, and more, 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 more that may be clouding or like a, like a little filter on your definition of capacity. So look for those. Look for how you hold it. And I would offer up capacity as being what you can hold while holding yourself whole, while holding yourself grounded in your values. And when you are planning or when you are considering your capacity on a day-to-day, moment-to-moment basis is to humanize it and to remember that you don't have to go to full 100% capacity. Um, And the quote-unquote goal being not to maximize capacity, but to deepen your connection to what is when it comes to capacity, what you actually can hold while holding yourself whole, what is in this moment. And over time, as you're wanting to deepen that connection to your capacity, there are, of course, those spaces or places by when we conceptualize it that way, where we can see where perhaps you can have an impact on deepening your capacity around what you can hold, around the knowing and connection to what impacts you're holding, and also around what you need to stay grounded in your values and in yourself. So that's what I want to leave you with. Um, and 
I hope that whenever this finds you, it finds you well (laughs) and not hiding under the desk like that email me. Um, If you want some support around this, um, if this is something you're like, oh, yes, this is something I need to work on, but how? Um, And you are wanting to, you know, deepen that connection to your capacity by having a space where you are held, then you know that I'm here for that formally and informally, um, whatever feels supportive. Um, And if you are wanting to start, working on the grounded in the values piece of that capacity kind of definition. Um, I am running the new year, new, new year, more you, new year, more values, more you, blah, <laughs> get that out. Um, support Fest, which is just five days of email support and discussion prompts and reflections to help you, yeah, really ground into your values. Um, and I do it each, each year in the new year as kind of a little antidote to the old, new year, new you, new year, like make it your best year yet, kind of like an antidote to those kind of ideas, but really more you, more your values, more you um, as we move into a new calendar year, of course. Um, So I'll leave you with that. If you're interested in that, I'll drop the sign up to that in the show notes. um, And of course, reach out if I can offer any support um, or if you just want to share something that resonated for you or somewhere where perhaps I've missed something or missed the mark, I'm always here for that conversation as well. You can hit me up um, via email, Laura at Dietitian Values, or head over to Instagram at Dietitian Values where I hang out the most. Okay, until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Ngambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.